Well, I think my, my golf swing, the ability to repeat motion uh, has increased over the past year. And you know, even through quarantine, as I gained speed, I figured out some cool little things that allowed me to repeat motion a little more consistently. Um, doesn't mean it happens all the time, but you know, it's definitely been a lot more lately. Great, we'll open it up for questions. The first question goes to Mark Canazera from the New York Post. Hey, Bryson, thanks hey. for taking the time. Mm -hmm. um, hey, I just wonder, how do you characterize these two weeks? Because you've been knocking on the door uh, for two straight weeks here. I obviously haven't crossed the line that you want to cross. But where, you know, where is this on the level of, of positive? And, this, and I'll have a, a follow-up question after this. Well, I think this golf course suits me a little bit better. I can use the length to my advantage on the front nine, and there's a couple holes on the back nine I can do the same. Um, you know, I was pumping into the wind today on 12, 13, 12, I still got it down the hill over the bunkers. 13, I had driver five iron in. Um, you know, and so for me, well, 15, I had hybrid. 17, I tried to go for the green out here. Um, I got it over uh, when I achieved 198 mile an hour ball speed but it's just not worth it. Uh, but it was fun trying to attempt to do things that I've just never thought were possible. And that was kind of my, my second question, which you answered a little bit. The first two weeks had been pretty challenging with your, with your added length because of mm -hmm. the fact that they're, it's, that they're so tight and, and right. with dog legs and whatnot. Um, do, do you feel a little, is it a little more, more liberating out here as you just played this practice round a little bit for you know, kind of letting let it go a little bit? Yeah, I, can def I definitely feel like I can let it go a lot more. Um, like I said, on 17, I just thought I'd give it a go and give it a rip and I was able to get it over, uh, after like three or four tries, but, um, it's not worth it. Obviously I'd have to achieve 200 to 205 mile an hour ball speed every time to be able to hit it over with that wind. Uh, so I'm still going to play it normally, but it was, it's fun attempting to do things that I've never done before and having iron shots into holes that just didn't even make sense to me a year ago. I was like, there's no way I could do that. Uh, so it's a different golf course for me this year. I feel like it suits me pretty well, and um, you know, hopefully, I can take advantage of those holes that I can hit it really far on. What's your level of confidence that you're going to turn one of these into a win at some point? I mean, as Sharon just said, I think it's five, five top sixes in a row, and obviously, the last couple of weeks have been, you know, you've been, you've been there. Yeah, I'm just going to keep giving myself chances. You know, it's it's not about I, I played it as a numbers game. Um, you know, if you keep giving myself opportunities, it's eventually going to happen. Uh, and shoot, if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. I'm obviously doing, not doing something right at that point. Uh, so I got to figure out, you know, how to be more consistent and whatever it is that's going to allow me to get over that edge. But right now I'm just playing a numbers game, trying to be the casino. Thanks, man. Thanks. Next question goes to Luke Cardinan from Golf Magazine. Hey, Bryson. Hey, how you doing? Uh, so everyone's asking you about your driving, rightfully so, but um, I'm actually curious about your putting mm -hmm. because um, in the space of one off-season a few years ago, you jumped from 145th on tour to 32nd, and you kept it there mm -hmm. in, that, in that vicinity. So it's sort of this amazing breakthrough, and I, mm -hmm. I'm just curious what um, went into that change from your perspective. You know, like what did you begin working on? What was the shift that you underwent that you decided I need to sort of solve this problem and then you did. Yeah, so it was a lot of understanding how to launch the ball off the green. Um, and we used some devices that allowed me to understand how to get the ball rolling uh, in a better way. And then going to arm lock really helped uh, me control my starting lines a lot more consistently than any other method I've ever used. Uh, so that combination, uh, also you know, hitting my putts two feet past the hole, not trying to die it in. 
those three things just allowed me to reach this new level and gain this confidence. And um, I guess you, you, you'd say the sensitivity to error that's in this higher level where I just, I just feel like I'm, I'm less sensitive to error. Um, and, you know, and it just allows me to be more consistent over the course of time. So it's been those three things. And, you know, the sick putters helped a lot. Um, the DLT technology, uh, having a really stiff shaft, uh, LAGP, um, you know, the, 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 obviously I've got the big shaft in it now and we're just still trying to improve and make it more stable, uh, just more consistent. So it comes offline or online, um, every single time the way I want. Awesome. Thanks for pressing. Thank you. Thank you. Next question goes to Ben Everill from pjtour.com. Hey, mate. Hey. Hey, thanks for doing this. No problem, thank you. Um, I'm just asking about, a lot of guys had a, had an option and a chance to play one of their early starts as a pro or even as an amateur at the Travelers. I know it was a, a little further in for you, but you are one of those young guns they've given a chance in the past and they continue to do so. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about, I guess, that in general, um, getting those early chances and what that means to a young guy's career? It, it's massive. Uh, I don't know if I'd be here uh, without those starts, I obviously wouldn't. I mean, getting those those seven seven starts or however many starts I, I got um, allowed me to get to the Web.com finals immediately, and that was that was massive. You know, I went and won my first uh, Web.com event, and it, the rest is history from there. Uh, but having that uh, start, that that little jump start, I guess you could say, you know, not having to qualify, not having to Monday qualify through the uh, through those qualifiers, it was just it was big for for me to be able to have. Uh, a consistent opportunity out here. It allowed me to gain more knowledge, more understanding about what to do, how the weekend feels, uh, getting to meet my heroes and go, okay, they're just people. Let's just, let's play. Uh, just getting comfortable out here was a big deal. And those seven starts were uh, instrumental in my success. And I guess like, really pick anyone they want, but the idea of picking a potential young and up and coming star, you think it's a good sort of future proofing for the, the tour itself? Absolutely. It's definitely a way to, to keep it young first off. And I'd also say give it to kids that are uh, willing to try and be the best. You know, you look at their career and you look or you look at what they've done and you go, okay, these guys have um, succeeded in this amount of events. Let's, let's give this guy uh, an exemption because he deserves it. Not, not because of some play on there's a bunch of other things that happen, obviously, uh, that I won't talk about. But give a kid that's you know willing to work hard, willing to be try and be the best, that opportunity. That was me growing up, and I, I can't thank everyone that gave me an exemption enough because um, you know, I wouldn't be here without them. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. And if, if you don't win this this week, I'll be back on the road soon because I've been at every other one. So <laughs> okay, perfect. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Question goes to Doug Ferguson from the Associated Press. Bryson, we've seen the, the hours you put in on the golf course, and I'm guessing it's probably a, a, just a tiny fraction of what you what you actually do. Yeah. So my question is, are you not not to worry, but how do you prevent burnout? Uh, burnout. Term, I'm not talking about short term. How do you? I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, burnout. Burnout for me. Burnout for me is is when I don't have anything else more to learn in the game of golf. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. So the reason why people get burnout is because they don't feel like they have any hope to go forward or keep going forward. There's no inspiration for them to keep moving forward. I still have not reached number one in the world. I still haven't won a major. 
Uh, I hope to achieve those goals soon. When those goals hit, does that mean I'm gonna give up? No, not at all. There's still a lot more room for improvement. For me, I wanna try and be, and that's again, why I went on this journey of hitting it far, because it did get boring for me for a little while. I said, you know what? I need to make it interesting. I need to spice things up for myself. And I was able to do that in the off season and then during the quarantine, uh, that prevented me from you know getting tired of the game. And you know, there, there are definitely people who have talked about that to me. Uh, but for me, it, when I stop learning is the day I'll obviously burn out, I feel like. When, when people have talked about um, Tiger changing his swing four times after winning majors, it, I get a sense you can relate to that. <laughs> well, I haven't won a major yet, but... Uh, Except for that part, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but yes, yeah, I've won five times. I've changed my golf swing you know, somewhat dramatically from a swing speed perspective. Uh, I've retained most of the alignments that I've that I have in my golf swing so you can still see faint images of you know when I was younger of what I used to do uh, look it's always a pursuit to get better and I, I feel like I understand why Tiger kind of did what he did because he always wanted to be better he just did and, and that's that's him he's such a competitive guy and wants to kick the crap out of everybody that I think he wanted to spice things up and see if he could get even better and that's what I'm trying to do. Whether it plays out or not, I don't know. I'm just giving, my, giving it my best. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. Next question goes to Adam Shupak from Golfly. Hey, Bryson. Um, simple question for you. What are, what are your goals for this season? <sighs> my goals, for sure, I want to get to over 195 at least one time on tour. I think that'd be pretty cool ball speed uh, I'd also say you know winning a major um, winning multiple times this season uh, having a chance to win the FedEx Cup those are all goals that you know everybody aspires to but for me at the end of the day I'm just gonna try and do my absolute best every single day that's that's what I've said from day one and I'll stick to it but you know there are long-term goals out there for sure I know that when you, you know, with the single length clubs, you, you thought that might be something revolutionary and, it, mm -hmm. you know, it really, I don't think it has achieved what you, what you thought would happen. Well, that's, you that's that, your perspective, but, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my perspective. I, you know, there, you're still the only one on tour using them. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, well, look, here's the reason. I personally think that everybody that's on tour has had great success using what they've done, right? Building their game with their clubs. Totally cool. I don't think that I foresee one length clubs change, you know, being consistent on the PGA Tour for a little while. The reason I say that it's going to take a generational shift. You're going to have to give these clubs to kids and they'll experience how much easier it is to start out that way and to play the game in that manner. If you give them variable length clubs after that, they're going to be like, what am I doing? Why am I playing with these different clubs? But because it's been the, the social norm for so long, um, it's just, this is the, the bleed out on, on the tour. This is what you see. It's a result of that. So it's going to take, you know, a 20, 30 years before you see a lot more people having success with it that are playing on tour and staying on tour. But how about with what you've done with your body? Do you think a lot of players will, there'll be a lot of copycats who start trying to do what you've done to gain speed and distance? I, I'm sure there'll be people trying to do it. Um, I'm not one to speak in another person's, uh, you know, space. I, I, it's, you know, I can only speak for myself. And when I say that I'm going to keep pushing the limits, I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to see how far, how fast I can get it and how straight I can hit it. 
uh, as a result of what I've done, I think it'll affect some people. I still think at the end of the day, people are going to be like, I just want to play my game, do my own thing and, and, and do my best with it. I think, you know, a result 10, 20 years down the road, hundred percent. There's going to be a lot of people that are hitting it close to 400 yards. There's no doubt. Thank you. Thanks. We'll go back to Ben Everett from PGA Tour.com. Thank you. Wait, do you plan to play both weeks at Muirfield? Uh, not right now. I just plan to play the Memorial the, the second week, as of right now. I'm just wondering if your uh, thoughts on how they could make the place, I guess, look different or be a little different from week to week. Um, that is a, success. That's a great question. I, I do not know that answer. I'm sorry. I wish I could give you an answer there, my man. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Thanks. We'll go back to Luke Cardini. Hey, Bryson, one okay. more for you real quick. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious if over the years, I know you were just mentioning that you've changed your swing around a lot, but have you ever had like one swing thought that um, you found yourself continuing to go back to over time, something that just kind of worked for you? I know you talk a lot about end range of motion stuff, mm -hmm. perhaps it relates, relates to that. Um, yeah. It's kind of a thought that mm -hmm. endures. Yeah, and I didn't come up with that stuff till later, well, to the past couple of years. But one of the things that's been, you know, consistent throughout my career has been this ulnar deviation or, you know, unhinging sort of thing. I've always believed in that. I just, I just felt like I could square the face way easier that way. And uh, there's a lot of physics that, that does uh, prove that to be true. Um, but, you know, that's been my biggest thing in life is... Uh, trying to reduce variables and I felt like this was a big one, the ulnar deviation, being able to uh, control the radius of the club and where it's at in accordance to the ground. So I just feel like I've been really good with that. Awesome. Thanks, Bryson. Thanks. And as a last question, Bryson, what are your thoughts on the PGA Tour honoring the frontline and healthcare workers through the Caddy Bit program? Well, it's, it's amazing what they're doing. Uh, you know, they are the people that have allowed us to play out here and we're grateful to have them uh, and I had uh, I've had a couple the past couple weeks and uh, read through them and la last week uh, Mrs. Keller had uh, six years uh, of service and uh, you know that's certainly inspirational I haven't even been out here for six years so uh, definitely an inspiration every week and I get to read over it and uh, play for them it's pretty cool okay. we just have one quick question from Doug Ferguson mm-hmm I have to ask, Bryson, mm -hmm. I think it was Hogan, and you would know, who once said every day you don't spend practicing when <laughs> someone else is getting better. That's right. So in early stages of the pandemic, did you find yourself checking other states' stay-at-home orders to see if anyone had an edge over you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't checking other states, but I knew that uh, if I could start working out my body every single day, I'd be better the next day, and other people would be behind. I, know, I knew that people, not everybody was working out every single day. And I thought that if I could do that every single day through quarantine, I'd come back a different person, and I did. Um, and I hope that it's given me an edge. I think it's given me an edge, and um, you know, I'm going to keep continuing to work out every day and to see where it leads me. But for sure, that's one of my favorite quotes in life. Every day you aren't practicing is another day somebody else is getting better than you. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present. 
from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cosy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't travelled from home but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there is something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit touredge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit footjoy.com slash shoe finder today. 
I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also to have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgetone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. 